Hello and welcome to The Unadorned Word, a Bible reading podcast that seeks to read scripture as clearly and simply and plainly as possible. It's also my devotion as a Christian, that daily time with God, so necessary but not always easy to find. This is to help you and me spend quiet time with Jesus. So welcome and thank you for tuning in to us today. And whatever you're doing, whether you're driving, exercising, working or relaxing, just let the Word of God permeate your mind and your heart. If you enjoy the podcast, please go to iTunes and like us and that helps us to get the word out. And you can leave your messages, thoughts and prayers on our website or on our Facebook page. So many times in my life and in the lives of others, God has spoken through his word. Through simple, regular reading or listening to scripture, a verse or a passage will be highlighted by the Holy Spirit and from that moment it will be real to you and you will know that God will bring it to pass in your life. It was very early in my walk with Jesus that I learned to hear his voice through scripture. It changed my life. So let's begin today's life-changing word. And don't forget, our theme as we go through the Bible is living the life of risk and responsibility, the milk and honey life. Today, slightly different, we're reading from the New King James. Our key verse today is Psalm 4, verse 4. And there are a couple of translations, but but as I've looked into it and I've looked at the Hebrew and I've looked at the commentaries and I've I've looked at the context, for me, I believe the New King James just gets it right. Today we're reading from Psalm 4, 5, 6 and 7 and today we're reading from the New King James Version, Psalm chapter 4, to the chief musician with stringed instruments, a psalm of David. Hear me when I call, O God of my righteousness. You have relieved me in my distress. Have mercy on me and hear my prayer. How long, O you sons of man, will you turn my glory to shame? How long will you love worthlessness and seek falsehood? But know that the Lord has set apart for himself those who are godly. Selah, the Lord will hear when I call to him. Be angry and do not sin. Meditate within your heart, on your bed and be still. Offer the sacrifices of righteousness, Selah, and put your trust in the Lord. There are many who say, who will show us any good? Lord, lift up the light of your countenance upon us. You have put gladness in my heart, more than in the season that their grain and wine increased. I will both lie down in peace and sleep. For you alone, O Lord, make me dwell in safety. Psalm 5 To the chief musician, with flutes, a psalm of David. Give ear to my words, Lord. Consider my meditation. Give heed to the voice of my cry, my King and my God. For to you I will pray. 
My voice you shall hear in the morning, O Lord. In the morning I will direct it to you, and I will look up. For you are not a God who takes pleasure in wickedness, nor shall evil dwell with you. The boastful shall not stand in your sight. You hate all workers of iniquity. You shall destroy those who speak falsehood. The Lord abhors the bloodthirsty and deceitful man. But as for me, I will come into your house in the multitude of your mercy. In fear of you, I will worship toward your holy temple. Lead me, O Lord, in your righteousness because of my enemies. Make your way straight before my face. For there is no faithfulness in their mouth. Their inward part is destruction. Their throat is an open tomb. They flatter with their tongue. Pronounce them guilty, O God. Let them fall by their own counsels. Cast them out in the multitude of their transgressions, for they have rebelled against you. But let all those who rejoice, who put their trust in you, let them ever shout for joy, because you defend them. Let those also who love your name be joyful in you, for you, O Lord, will bless the righteous. With favour you will surround him as with a shield. Psalm 6 To the chief musician with stringed instruments, on an eight-stringed harp, a psalm of David. O Lord, do not rebuke me in your anger nor chasten me in your hot displeasure. Have mercy on me, Lord, for I am weak. O oh, Lord, heal me, for my bones are troubled. My soul also is greatly troubled. But you, O oh Lord, how long? Return, O oh Lord, deliver me. O oh, save me for your mercy's sake, for in death, there is no remembrance of you. In the grave, who will give you thanks? I am weary with my groaning. All night I make my bed swim. I drench my couch with tears. My eye wastes away because of grief. It grows old because of all my enemies. Depart from me, all you workers of iniquity. For the Lord has heard the voice of my weeping. The Lord has heard my supplication. The Lord will receive my prayer. Let all my enemies be ashamed and greatly troubled. Let them turn back and be ashamed suddenly. Psalm 7 A meditation of David which he sang to the Lord concerning the words of Cush a Benjamite. O Lord my God, in you I put my trust. Save me from all those who persecute me, and deliver me lest they tear me like a lion, rending me in pieces while there is none to deliver. O oh Lord my God, if I have done this, if there is iniquity in my hands, if I have repaid evil to him who was at peace with me, or have plundered my enemy without cause, let the enemy pursue me and overtake me. Yes, let him trample my life to the earth and lay my honour in the dust. 
Arise, O Lord, in your anger. Selah. Lift yourself up because of the rage of my enemies. Rise up for me to the judgment you have commanded. So the congregation of the peoples shall surround you. For their sakes, therefore, return on high. The Lord shall judge the peoples. Judge me, O Lord, according to my righteousness and according to my integrity within me. Let the wickedness of the wicked come to an end, but establish the just. For the righteous God tests the heart and minds. My defense is of God who saves the upright in heart. God is a just judge, and God is angry with the wicked every day. If he does not turn back, he will sharpen his sword. He bends his bow and makes it ready. He also prepares for himself instruments of death. He makes his arrows into fiery shafts. Behold, the wicked brings forth iniquity. Yes, he conceives trouble and brings forth falsehood. He made a pit and dug it out and has fallen into the ditch which he made. His trouble shall return upon his own head and his violent dealing shall come down on his own crown. I will praise the Lord according to his righteousness and will sing praise to the name of the Lord most high. Thank you for listening. That was Psalm 4, 5, 6 and 7. Today our key verse is Psalm 4 verse 4. Be angry and do not sin. Meditate within your heart on your bed and be still. That's Psalm 4 verse 4. And today's message, I've given it a title. Today's message is called From Rage to Rest. Because David, when, when we start listening to this psalm, David is raging. His cry is, how long, O you sons of men, will you turn my glory to shame? How long will you love worthlessness and seek falsehood? David is raging. That's why I chose the New King James that translates that first word in verse 4 as anger. Be angry but don't sin because David is, is angry and as we've heard in these psalms, in these first seven psalms that we've read over this week, you can hear that anger, you can hear the frustration, you can hear the struggles that he goes through. That's why we love the psalms, isn't it? Because we hear in them our own hearts cry. How often have we been frustrated? But by the end of this psalm, David has come to a place of peace. Now remember that he wrote the psalm to reveal his feelings and show how God answered him. So the psalm is like a brief, so the psalm is a brief passage about how he felt and how he handled it, and how God came through. We can, it's like watching a TV program, half an hour show, big drama, big crisis, this, this, and this, and bang, it's all over. So we can, we can think of it 
as if, oh, it's going to happen quickly, but it doesn't always happen quickly. So remember that, that there's a process here and listen for the process. David's heart is angry. You can hear the pain of a heart betrayed, a broken heart. He feels distant. He feels distant from God. Hear me when I call. Hear me. Hear me, God. I've had times in my life like that. I've had times when it has felt like God is so far away, so far away from me. So how does David get from this place of rage to a place of rest? How does he get from pain and anguish to the place of peace? How do we get there? Because remember, the Bible's written for us so that we might know the ways of God and we might know how to live as one of his beloved. How do we get there? How do we get from rage to rest? Okay, remember that word rest. Because David lays out four steps. Step one, remember. Remember who you are and where you dwell. Step two, evaluate your own life. Evaluate your own heart and control your emotions. Step three, sacrifice an acceptable offering. Step four, trust. An acronym spells rest. So you can remember, remember. (laughs) So you can not forget. Remember, evaluate, sacrifice, trust. Number one, remember. In verse three, David reminds himself, the godly are set apart. The Lord hears them because he has taken them out of the world's kingdom and into the kingdom of heaven. It's not big noting myself to say that I'm godly. It's recognizing that I have been saved by grace and taken out of the world's kingdom. I've been set apart. When I cry, God can hear me. He knows me. He knows me because I belong to him and I dwell in his kingdom. In the place of trouble, remember the great things that God has done for you. If you're new to relationship with God, then read the Bible, get into a church, a vibrant, life-giving church, talk to others, find out what God has done in their lives and take courage from that. Read books about great Christian saints in the past who've lived the most amazing lives. In the place of trouble, remember the great things that God has done for you and has done for his people in the past. David remembered that the Lord has set apart for himself those who are godly. Step two, evaluate. Meditate within your heart, on your bed, and be still. Knowing and understanding this, David reminds himself and us that we must have self-control over our anger. Terrible things can happen in our lives. Read about David's life. There were some terrible things that happened to him. Anger is inevitable. It's an emotion like any other. When we feel anger, what do we do with it? Do we rage out of control? Do we destroy our own lives and those lives around us? 
or do we use it to bring change, to bring justice, to make a difference in the world? David gives us a clue to controlling our anger. Search our hearts. In a personal conflict, it's so important to search my own heart. Did I act or speak in a way that made things worse? Is there anything I can do to bring peace to a situation? Search my own heart. I'm not talking here about taking responsibility for other people's bad behavior. That never ever worked. I'm talking about searching my own heart, looking at my own actions, and bringing change into my own life. Searching my own heart and taking responsibility for my life, it's what builds strength and character into me. If I've been a victim, it moves me from victim to survivor. It opens the door for Jesus to change my life. It enables me to take the next step, which is sacrifice. The Israelites knew that an offering was to be the first and the best of your harvest. But David understood an acceptable offering was more than the products of my works. David knew it was about our hearts, not our works. In Psalm 51, he writes, The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart God does not despise. It is an interesting thing, but often the person who has gone through the most pain is the most joyful. The person that has had the most tragedy, the most compassionate. The one who has lost the most, the most generous. When I am justifiably angry, it can lead to bitterness or it can lead to hardness. Doing nothing but dwelling on my pain will bring misery and cause isolation. Much of the motivational speaking that we hear is about toughening up, metaphorically eating concrete, which might help me get on with my life and even build a good life, but it can place a hardness and a lack of compassion within me. God's way is neither of these. God's way is that we have self-control where our anger is concerned and we sacrifice the circumstances over to Jesus. This then brings into place the next step, which is trust. David said, You have filled my heart with greater joy. The fruit of trust is greater joy. It's laying down to sleep and not worrying, trusting God to bring you through the most extreme circumstances. It sounds easy when we read a psalm and speak for five minutes. Boom, do this and you'll sleep at night. The four easy steps to rest. But it isn't easy, as anyone who has gone through a struggle will tell you. There are times when God gives special grace that carries us through, almost without pain, but not always. Those are the times when we need these four steps to rest. Remember, evaluate, sacrifice, and trust. Keep your heart focused on Jesus. Listen for his voice. Be a person of risk and responsibility. To take responsibility for our own lives and our own actions. Risk is a part of that. It's risky to stand up and say, this was my part. This is what I did. This is how I feel. This is where I'm coming from. It takes risk to stand up and to take responsibility. 
but it's the one thing that works. So be a milk and honey person. Don't be afraid. Take risks. Face your responsibilities. The Lord has set you apart for himself and he will hear you when you call to him. So above all, take strength from God and have an amazing day today. So if you have been touched by the words today, if God has spoken to you, if you have a question or a need for prayer, head on over to our Facebook page or our website and leave your thoughts and prayer requests. Remember today that the love of Jesus is towards you every minute of this amazing day. Don't forget to listen again tomorrow. Tomorrow we will be reading Psalm 8, 9, 10 and 11. And I'd love to have your company. So if you have enjoyed today, please don't forget to tune in again tomorrow. Thank you and have a great day.